Hello, hello. Welcome to Twin Flame Transformation Season 2. My name is Michelle and I will be your host and guide. I am so excited to have a special guest with me on this podcast, Devin. We are so fortunate because she is going to share with us her healing journey. Devin is one of the most determined, passionate, kind, and loyal people I know. Devin came to me in August 2021 looking for support in her twin flame relationship. She came in with a powerful intention to build trust in herself, her twin, their connection, the universe, and the divine. In her words, she was trying to understand why she wasn't able to hold on to the things she wanted, why she lacked an inherent sense of trust in herself and others. She was heading into her sixth year as a special education teacher and had recently become a certified Reiki healer. Through her Reiki healing work and inner child healing and somatic work with me, she began to heal her deep-seated abandonment wounds and unravel all the conditions she had placed on love. This journey inspired her to start her own spiritual business, Enlighten and Empower Energy Healing. She retired from her teaching career one year ago and now helps others heal through Reiki healing and spiritual coaching. Please welcome to this podcast, this beautiful soul, Devin. Hi, Michelle. I'm so happy to be here. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm so happy to have you here. I think you are one of the most special people I know. And as I was saying to you earlier, witnessing your healing has been such a gift to me because you really have been on an extraordinary path. I have. And all thanks to you. I was listening to your uh, guest episode a few episodes ago where you had Chris on there and she had been talking about her spiritual journey and her awakening and how important it was for her to have, you know, that one person that just kind of opens the door and, and, you know, holds your hand and whatnot. And you were, you are that person for me, my spirit guide in living form. So I couldn't be more honored to be sharing this space with you and and to be on your podcast, which has been such a helpful uh, guide for me too. Oh, thank you, Devin. That was very, oh, very moving. Thank you so much. <laughs> I'm honored to hold that space. Thank you. So let's start at the beginning. How did you hear about Twin Flames? How did you know you were on that journey? I awakened to the connection and what it was probably two years ago, almost exactly to this day, uh, maybe a little bit before. And uh, I had actually, I'd shared my story in one of your prior episodes. You may hear a repeat in, in the story, but I know we can never get too much of these twin flame stories. So it was March, 2020 when we first met. And I had mentioned this in the story that I shared where we met through a dating app and it was, there was something about him that drew me to him right away. I didn't even need to match or message anybody else. It was the moment that he came into my life and we started messaging that I was like, yep, this, this is it. There's something there. And it was at the very beginning of the COVID quarantine. So very inconvenient time for the entire world around us. And yet I was about to enter one of the greatest chapters of my life. And um, we happened to live a few minutes away from each other. We were both quarantining by ourselves with our dogs. 
he had recently moved to the area after living in a few different states uh, across the country. Uh, he was actually from Colorado, which is interesting because I've always had a pull towards Colorado. And of course, flash forward three years now, I'm getting ready to move to Colorado. Um, and it was as everybody experiences in the beginning, that blissful, that, you know, the stars are aligned, everything is perfect. He was like, I can't believe that this just came together as it did. And in a way I was like, of course it did. I manifested this. I had been doing some intentional manifesting work, not healing work, but manifesting work up to this point to where when he walked into my life, it just made sense. But of course I, we were both blown away. And then as it goes, as I shared in the story, a few podcast episodes back, then we started experiencing some turbulence in the relationship. His his baggage or his shadows were starting to come up. And of course, it was triggering my stuff, my insecurities. So just when I thought that the relationship would come to an end after a few months that we would never even see each other again, he came back in. And then that gave us a chance to give the relationship a serious try. So we were now in a committed relationship for a few months, even though we knew that he was relocating to another state, transitioning to a different career, we both thought that we would give the relationship a try, that we both cared enough to give it a try. And we did. And when that time came for him to relocate, we had a plan. We were going to visit each other. And we did. And at the time that he was moving, we both felt very confident about where we were in the relationship and the plan that we had moving forward of making time to visit one another and the intentional FaceTime dates that we would have and all of that. And it was in the very first visit that I had to him where my baggage came up even more seriously, the the trust issues, the insecurity, the need for validation And that's kind of what I felt like had slowly started to push him away. It was his own baggage paired with my baggage, my push energy, where he started to run. And that was the the first time in the relationship since getting back together that I was like, oh no, I've had this thing. It's been within my grasp. I've felt like it was finally mine. And now it's just slipping through my fingertips. And over the course of months from, I think that was like February of 2021 to the summertime, right before I connected with you, it was, I was just in this state of desperation of trying to cling and hold on to what I really wanted and not being able to keep it. So it's a story that I think will resonate with most. (laughs) Right. And so how did you come across the term twin flames and figure that he was your twin flame? Throughout the relationship, I was noticing a shift in myself where I wanted to learn how to be a better partner Mm. to him. I wanted to learn how to show up in a relationship more intentionally because I really cared about this person and this relationship. And I wanted to know how to sustain it and how to continue growing in it. So I noticed a shift and this thanks to COVID times as well. I think this is what a lot of us experienced where we started becoming a little bit more introspective. I started caring about how to take care of myself and how to improve things about myself, either personally, but also mainly in in a relationship. And 
So when that relationship was falling apart, I really looked to all of the resources that I could, podcasts, books, Instagram pages, trying to figure out how to build more security, how to build more trust, how to build more confidence. And so in May of 2021, that is when I was listening to some random podcast that I had found on Spotify. And in that podcast, the host referred to the concept of twin flames. And she had referred to it in, in an episode prior to, but there was something about it the second time that I heard it, that it just caught my intention. And that drove me to Google, which drove me to the first spiritual teacher, the first twin flame teacher that I found was Cassidy Kane. And I went down this rabbit hole of searching it up on Google and reading my eyes, just going wide, downloading her free resources, the meditations. And the moment that I played those meditations, it was like something just lit up inside of me. And I experienced this huge release that I'd never had before. And that was the very start of my twin flame journey. Mm, I love that. I just got goosebumps when you talked about that because there is something so profound when we find those words and it just hits home as illogical and irrational (laughs) as the concept is, right? You can't deny that feeling that you have when you, when you discover it and you're like, oh, this makes sense. Yeah. It's like this huge aha moment. Like, wow, it explains everything, mm. but then it also kind of sucks you in. Cause then we go down, as I said, yes. the rabbit hole of searching for answers and like almost, or honestly, yeah. Becoming obsessed with what we find and wanting more and more and more. Yeah. And that's kind of what brought me to you. I had no idea to expect when starting to work with you, I had been searching up um, the concept on Spotify and I came across your podcast and I had listened to a couple other podcasts on, on this topic too. And for some reason they just didn't resonate as much, but when I listened to yours, I couldn't stop binging the episodes and wanting more from it. And I think I reached out to you pretty quickly looking to connect with you, looking to have a session. Yeah, because I don't think I had been doing the podcast that long when you had reached out. It was it was August of 2021. Yeah. Well, then I reached out to you, scheduling a session with you. And at the same time, I had also signed up for uh, Cassidy Kane's 12-month uh, transformation journey. And I actually almost canceled my session with you because I had just joined this program and I was like, oh, I'm in this program. I don't need Michelle. And I didn't for whatever reason, either the day came up too quickly and I didn't have a chance to even message you to to cancel. But lo and behold, it was meant to be. I had set my intention with you. I guess it was, I don't know if it was that day, that day, the day before, as you mentioned, that intention of inherent trust. Yeah. And it's funny looking back at it now, almost two years later, that was probably the biggest assignment that I ever could have taken on. Well, I and remember funny, thinking that, right? And it wasn't just amazing. us with yourself, but it was with your twin, with your connection, with the universe and the divine. Yeah. It's like, that's a big ask. It was cute <laughs> let's of me go. to think yep, that we could get to that in one session or in however many, but here we are two years, almost two years later and, and still doing this regular work. But-, but it also shows like, which I love, you have this vision that's so vast, 
that's the size of the universe. So, you know, now that I know you, it totally makes sense that that would be your intention. You know, let's go macro. (laughs) Yes. And we've had this conversation too. There's something about my generation, um, people that are similar in age. I'm now 30 years old. There's something about our generation where we are just like like quantum leapers, where we take on something like our healing or like our spiritual journey. And we're like, let's go now, like warp speed. Let's get it all, uncover it all. And you said you found that too. Absolutely. I mean, I know from my journey, it took me, it was a long, slow burn (laughs) to get here. You know, I've been accelerating, I think, since I met my twin flame. And I think that's what happens to a lot of us too, is the twin flame does accelerate the journey. But I have found with your generation, there's almost this fearlessness and permission that my generation didn't have inherently. You know, we've had to learn to give ourselves that. And so- it's really inspiring for me to watch it and gives me courage too. I'm glad. And I feel for you and anybody that's been going on this journey longer than that, because me three years, two years awakened, it feels like already long enough. So yeah. I'm really glad that everybody's kind of feeling that this is a time period where things are speeding up and yeah. we are reaching new levels at a you know quicker and easier speed or pace. Yeah. Absolutely. I remember just going to talk therapy week after week after week, and it just was ongoing and it offered some relief, but nothing compared to, you know, the twin flame journey because you, because like you said, it takes you on a deep dive into all the information and you're dealing with your soul here and you're, you're right. The resonance of your soul. And so it's gotta be big. It has to be big. And that's what happened in my session with you. It wasn't until our second session that we really like the Pandora's box open, but we did open that door in the first session to the point where I was like, holy shit, I had no idea what this session was going to be about. I definitely didn't think it was going to be this level of healing or, you know, I had never experienced somatic healing before, much less inner child healing. I didn't even know who my inner child was or that that was a thing. So I'm couldn't be more grateful that I did follow through with that appointment and that we had that session and that I set that intention at the beginning of my journey because it allowed for so much to unravel for me as it has. Yeah. It was so big. And, and so what is your, so now you've been on this journey almost two years, as you said, what is your takeaway from the twin flame journey? Where are you now with what it is compared to when you started? When I started, especially when I started my work with you, it was for the purpose of coming back into union or coming back into a relationship with the person that I wanted to be in a relationship with. And so he served as, you know, that dangling carrot in front of me and I'm just working to get there. He served as like the North star for me where all of my healing work was done for the purpose of being in a relationship with him. And I think many of us experience this on, on the journey. And I'm sure there are some that are in still in this place where that is what's fueling them. And I think that that's necessary almost like they have to serve as that carrot dangling on the stick because Otherwise you wouldn't keep going. Like I wouldn't have kept going if I had known, for example, that two years later, we wouldn't be in contact 
Or if I had known that two years later, we wouldn't be together or two years later, I may not even be desiring the relationship as much as I was in the beginning. And so he served as that catalyst for all of my healing and growth and transformation, which was such a beautiful, painful, (laughs) yet beautiful thing. Mm. And then as we've learned, it turns into a journey of finding yourself, of coming back home to yourself, which I never quite understood until I started doing this deep intentional healing work and saw the transformation that I was making, you know, with or without him and feeling motivated to continue doing that work, not for him, not because of him, but for myself. And then as you've seen, and as we've talked about, then as I've stepped away from my teaching career and into my business as a Reiki master and a spiritual teacher, now the reason why I continue to heal and do the work is so that I can help uplift and empower and help others heal. So it's gone from being on this very you know, micro level, like focused on this one person, I'm doing it for this one person and for us to then, okay, let's pull the focus back. I'm doing it for me. And then now on this macro level, it's all about my purpose and my power and my impact on the world around me. Oh, Devin, that was so beautifully said. You're right. It starts because we want to be with them. And I think it is designed to do that. Like you said, to keep us on this journey. And then at a certain point we realize, wait a minute, this can't just be about this other person because we won't get to that next level with attachments. We can't, right? We have to let go of those attachments, desires, hopes even, right? And start trusting, which was your original intention, right? Bringing back to the trust and to hear how you described your healing journey of like doing it for yourself and now doing it for yourself for the others is just such a beautiful statement and such a true healer statement and just just gorgeous. Oh, thank you, Michelle. I I truly believe that that's why we're all here um, to create or to have that greater impact on the universe, on the collective. And in order to do that, we have to meet ourselves first. So it's crazy to me that now two years later after my awakening, almost two years later from the start of my work with you, that I'm speaking in this way and with this level of awareness and understanding. Like it, I'm sure you comparing 2021 version of me to now yeah. June, 2023 version of me, it, they're two different people. Oh, absolutely. But yet underneath still you, it's still that yes. Devin I met who came in with this huge intention. As you said, I haven't changed who I am. It's just the more authentic parts of me that have been hidden or covered up or suppressed. Now they are here in the light and it's a really freeing or liberating feeling to be able to be here authentically. Gosh, let's celebrate that. So awesome. (sighs) Thank you. And so I'm curious about how you switched from, it happened so quickly to me, the switch from being a, a teacher, you worked with autism children, Mm -hmm. you know, you worked with special needs and you went all of a sudden, you just took the leap. Talk about trust and started your own business. And now you're quite successful entrepreneur. And that happened so quickly. You know, it did happen really quickly. Sometimes I feel like it's not happening quick enough. The, (laughs) you know, the, the growth of my business or the expansion of my business. But when I look back at it, it really does. So thank you for 
helping me acknowledge that. And really when I think about what's responsible, it's such a culmination of this twin flame journey and my intentional conscious healing journey. Mm -hmm. And that intention that I set at the start of our session of inherent trust, Mm -hmm. because without all of that, without trusting myself, my intuition, learning how to tap into my intuition. When I think about how I was able to start my business, how I was able to make that leap from my special education teaching career, which is what I thought would be my life career, to then jumping into the unknown, starting a business from scratch with no knowledge or expertise in how to run a business, zero clients. It was a culmination of my deep intentional healing journey, having all of the right guidance and support. I mean, I'm very lucky to have you amongst many others on my support team and having the resources today. I mentioned that podcasts and books and social media accounts were things that I sought after. And with that, I've been able to access different concepts that help me learn more about myself, like astrology, like human design, like Reiki. And then that all intentional healing work and the support paired with my own sense of intuition and inherent trust in my intuition, which was not at all present prior to this journey, that is what allowed me to make the leap into the unknown. And as you know, and as I suspect we'll get into for somebody with deep-seated abandonment wounds, the thought of ripping out that, that, you know, secure known grounding that I, or foundation that I created through my schooling and and in my teaching career and jumping into something that isn't as certain and leaving, that would have been extremely unfathomable, crippling for a, a past version of me. But having done all of this intentional healing work, the transition honestly felt more seamless than I could have ever imagined. Wow. It's so true. That abandonment is so big for so many of us on the twin flame journey. And so not only to hold that abandonment then with that journey, but to also leave your security guaranteed paycheck to leap into the unknown. Did it trigger your abandonment wounds? It didn't. And that's really thanks to you for guiding me through how to hold myself in those moments of uncertainty and how to instill that trust or that knowing that all is well. And Mm. that's a really beautiful, beautiful thing for me. Wow, Devin, that's going to give so many of us courage, right? To take those leaps, those scary leaps, right? But I love the word you use when you say healing, you say intentional healing. Mm -hmm. We're all sort of healing daily, but that intentional healing and setting that intention is what really, because then the universe is on board, the divine is on board, your angels and guides are on board, right? And even your twin flame unconsciously is on board, helping all in service of your yeah. healing, your soul's ascension. I have found that setting those intentions, which I know I do with you in our work and I do with my clients, it just helps direct the flow of energy. Yeah. And it's in that moment of setting that intention that you're like, this, this is what I want. So when I set that intention with you at the start of our work together, it was yeah. trust. I really want trust because that's what's holding me back from experiencing a more secure and a more loving partnership or relationship mm-hmm. across all boards, not just mm-hmm. romantic. Mm-hmm. 
Really beautiful. Were you surprised as you were going on your intentional healing journey, how the twin flame journey brought out parts of you that no other experience you have had did? Completely surprised. I had no idea how much of an impact relationships in general mirrored back to us, our mm. inner world, mm -hmm. because nobody talks about that stuff. Mm -hmm. And so to have this one person draw it out even more painfully and in my face than anybody else, that was a big shock to me. And, and one that now I fully understand yeah. now, but one that I was messily stumbling through yeah. for the first at least year, if, if not more. Yeah. What would you want to say to all of those who are still new on the twin flame journey and might be struggling and might be in pain and wanting to I be think, the twin flame? Yeah. I think a lot of what I'm sharing now at this point in my journey might not resonate with those who are earlier on or newer to this path, mm -hmm. because knowing where I was even a year ago, and especially two years ago, having listening to a conversation like this, it wouldn't resonate in the same way that it does for me now. Mm -hmm. And I say that because one year ago, even two years ago, especially I was still in a place of searching for all of the answers from everybody else, except for myself, mm -hmm. because I had zero sense of what it meant to trust yourself and to listen to yourself and to have to know that you have the answers within you. My longtime Reiki healer, who was the healer that I started going to from the very start of any type of healing therapy, she always used to tell me that I had all the answers within me or that I had all of the answers that I was seeking within. And that made no sense to me. And a lot of my clients who come to me too, that doesn't make any sense to them. Yeah. It's like, oh, what do you mean? I'm coming to you to tell yeah. me the answers. I'm coming to you asking yeah. you these questions. Like you have the answers. I don't have the, yeah. the answers. Otherwise I wouldn't be here with you. Yeah. So for those that are earlier on in their journey or just waking up to this and are seeking the answers and come across this podcast like I do, I would just say, meet yourself wherever you are. If that is needing to or wanting to reach out to every single psychic healer, coach, wanting readings and asking questions, do it because I did it. I can think back to all of the different people that I reached out to all of the twin flame experts and guides and wanting all the readings. And I think that may just be a part of the journey. It doesn't have to be, mm -hmm. but for those that are doing it just to release some of the maybe insecurity or the shame mm. around wanting those answers and around mm. wanting that confirmation. Yeah. I just want to say that I speak now two years later in a way that's very self-assuring and very evolved, but I know that the past version of me, it took a long time for her to get to here. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Um, so as you know, Devin, you've heard this with all your twin flame research that so often twin flames are triggered and they've gone through at some point in their life, deep wounding or trauma, big abandonment issues. And I remember when you came, you said, you know, I don't understand because I have a loving family. I've had everything I've ever wanted. I don't understand why all this is coming up. I did. Yes. And, and as I mentioned earlier on in this episode, it wasn't until we got to the second episode 
that it really unlocked all of it. But we started at a level that felt comfortable to me where I was expressing to you what I was experiencing in my relationship. And you took it in a totally different turn, which is actually what you do in your somatic healing work. But I had no knowledge or experience in what this work would do because all of a sudden now you're diverting the attention from who I'm talking about, right? The, my twin flame and the relationship that I'm was in and now bringing it back to myself and asking me to feel within my body and asking to locate, you know, where, where in my body that pain felt and giving it an age. And I remember just accessing the first time that I felt fear Mm. And that was at a young age. The memory that came up was this memory of losing my mom in a grocery store. Mm-hmm. That's right. She had, I guess, told me that she was going to take my sister to the bathroom. I hadn't been paying attention. I was looking one way when I turned back towards her, back towards where she was. She and my sister were gone. And I remember instantly feeling this panic of where are they? I can't find them. And I think that was the very first thing that came up in our relate in our session. Yes. And it was the very first time that I realized that that pain at the time was traumatic. That experience was traumatic and that that trauma stays stored in our body. And I think that was likely the first time that I consciously experienced abandonment. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. Well, you have such an extraordinary story. If you want to share that, if it feels comfortable. I I would love to. Thank you. I, yeah. So the second session that we had with one another, we went a little bit deeper. And in that same practice where you're asking me where that pain is and give it an age, the number zero came up for me. And I remember just hearing that number over and over and feeling confused. And when I said it to you, I asked, well, does that, does zero make sense? And you not knowing my story or not knowing what that trauma was, you encouraged me to keep going with it. And then I remember, and I still laugh about this now, but I remember being like, well, I was abandoned by my parents at two months old. So zero basically. Mm-hmm. And that must've been like the biggest well, duh, moment for you. But also the extent of that trauma in the body, of course you wouldn't remember it. And I knew the story. I've grown up t- telling the story of how I was abandoned outside of a post office and brought to an orphanage and adopted the next month. I'm able to tell the story as if I'm just reading it off of like mm-hmm. a book or an mm-hmm. article. And there was never any emotion attached to it because as I mentioned to you in the beginning of our work together, I come from a very loving family, not perfect by any means, but a very secure, loving mom who adopted me as a single parent and then went back and adopted another girl who's now my sister. And all of my needs have been met, you know, physical needs have been met and I have the most supportive, most loving mom. So why would I ever think that what happened before her would have any effect on me now because I'm so grateful now for the life that I have and the opportunities that I have because of her. Yeah. And it doesn't take away as you learn the gratitude for your mom, but those cells in our body, you know, remember that and that, that age 
that young infant needs their parents, their mother so desperately and to be left outside. And I think you even said it was cold or nighttime and dark. And, you know, imagine what your body went through, the fear that infant felt. And now I'm able to think back on it or look back on it. And I, I think like I hadn't even been outside of my mother's, my birth mother's womb right. for very long. So there wasn't right. even a part of me that knew that I was a separate being from her. I was right. two months old at the time when I was abandoned. I mean, Devin, yeah. You know, but then you dove in and you did such beautiful healing work with her. That flew open the door for me or or flew open everything, you know, Pandora's box. Mm -hmm. And I think at that moment when I was able to discover how much of, of an impact that it had on me, especially the level of pain that I was experiencing, the emotional pain that I had never experienced anywhere else, I was like, all right, let's go. Whatever else yeah. is in there. And I didn't quite realize how much there would be and how, how much there continues to be as is with all of us. But I was very committed from that moment forward to unraveling it all. Yeah. Yes. And so anyone listening to, if you've ever gone through, you know, that abandonment and adoption, even though you're placed in a loving home, those, those early abandonment energies in your cells and in your body are really painful and really deep seated abandonment. It really is. And and it's no wonder I didn't trust anybody, even, right. you know, even or especially myself. It's no wonder that I constantly feared that people would leave me, not just in my, my romantic relationships, but also in my friendships, any other relationships that I had. There was always this need to control a relationship or a scenario because deep down there was this fear that if I didn't, give 1000% if I didn't show up, if I didn't say yes, if I didn't hold on to this relationship, even if it wasn't serving me, then they would leave me and I couldn't fathom that abandonment from anything no. or anyone. No, I mean, of course not. That was the first thing you learned as part of life here on earth, right? That your home, this womb that you were in for nine months and then outside for two was just taken away, right? So this, how could you trust? So consciously you were trusting, consciously you understood your life, but unconsciously in your body were these deep-seated abandonment wounds and now you've made them conscious, right? So now, now you can, yeah. yeah, they're conscious now. So now when they come up, you can understand, okay, this is the root of it. And I imagine that's why you could start your new business and just yes. trust, and just trust. Yeah. yeah. Because you're not abandoning yourself. No. And thank you to you. Most of all, thank you to you for supporting me with all of the right tools and the resources, because I come back to them every single time from the very first session that we had to then that mm -hmm. second. And everyone, since I always learned something new from you and with you, and I come back to it almost every day oh, in between our you. sessions. Thank you, Devin. But it's also a testament to you. You you do the work in between sessions, right? You show up yes, every day for yourself, right? Because you know, working with clients as well, it's not just we're guiding, right? The client yep. has to do the work and show up for themselves, really. It really is. And, and now that I'm conscious, I can't imagine ever not being unconscious again. I mean, I think mm -hmm. that's, you can't once you're conscious to yeah. all of this 
information, all of the trauma, all of all of the revelations, there is mm. no going unconscious again. So it is a conscious choice every day, but one that becomes more natural and easier as you go through this process. Yeah. And the twin flame journey is like that too, right? It makes us conscious of things that we weren't conscious of before, that there could even be such a thing as another person who carries the same soul resonance that we do. As much as our literal mind, logical, linear minds have a hard time with that concept, you know, we know the experience of what we go through and we're conscious of that now. Yeah. So you have some exciting new offerings coming up. I do. Yes. So part of my work, I am a, a Reiki master, Reiki healer. So I do um, offer Reiki healing services one-on-one. My business is actually fully remote. So I can offer sessions to clients all over the world as I have started to do in this past year now. And um, the latest offering that I have, this is now the second round, is my group mentorship program. And Michelle, you have been a part of my programs. I have two. You've been a part of my programs from the very first one that I created a year ago. And you came on as a guest coach in my first program, leading an expert workshop on the inner child and somatic healing and the healing the unconscious. And in this most recent program too, it's called Meant for More. It is a 12-week group mentorship to guide and support others in trusting their intuition, uncovering their purpose and serving powerfully or showing up powerfully in, in whatever it is that they're doing. And it's not necessarily a program geared towards twin flames, but of course me being a twin flame, I found that a few of my clients in the very first program were also twin flames. Shocking nobody, but yet still surprising <laughs> me. And it's a beautiful, really powerful culmination of everything that I've learned in my healing journey of learning to unravel some of those protective limiting conditions and beliefs and leaning in with the trust or the big picture vision that you have. So me setting that intention back in August of 2021 of inherent trust, that's what I really wanted. And so I work with my clients on listening to that intention or visualizing that big picture dream and then working towards it in a way that feels really tangible and really accessible. And I also incorporate elements, as I mentioned, those external resources and guides of like human design and astrology. Those have been so helpful for me in terms of understanding who I am and how I'm meant to show up with my energy, how I'm meant to show up in relationships, how I'm meant to create a greater impact in the world through my purpose and through my power. So I incorporate all of those pieces and you come in as an, another expert coach. And it just to date is one of my favorite things that I've created. And it's all been as a result or as a product of my own healing journey. It's so beautiful, Devin, just to be a guest coach and meet your, you know, the group that you have and how everyone is just so invested in their journey and, and to see the transformations. And you shared with me, you know, the, the transformations your clients have gone through from doing this program and how much it has changed them. Um, and you're the one who turned me on to human design. So what yeah, is your I human did. design type? <laughs> My human design type is a manifester. 
So manifestors are the, I guess, trailblazers. They're the ones who act on a vision, even if nobody else can see it, or even if nobody else understands it, or if it doesn't exist. So I have always noticed that I have this kind of visionary energy where I see something, I can see a picture, I can see something, even if it doesn't quite make sense to me in the moment, or even if I don't feel like I'm there yet. And manifestors are meant to initiate, to take action, to kind of light the fire for the rest of the energy types to then come in with their specialty. So that's what I do as a manifester. How and I know you're a projector. Yeah. yeah, you knew what I was before I have taken. I was like, oh, I don't think I'm that. You're like, no, no, you're a projector. And sure enough, I'm pretty sure I you're am. a projector. <laughs> yep. And I looked it up and I was, and it has helped me so much. I was so surprised. It really has allowed me to take rest when I need it, to take time off when I need it. It has yeah. been so helpful. And what is your astrology? What, what, what sign are you? I am a Sagittarius sun, which explains my love for adventure, my love for expansion and exploring different cultures or exploring just different teachings and perspectives, mm. which I think is why I love using all of the tools, you know, astrology, human design, inner child healing, Reiki. Like I don't want just one thing. I want it all. <laughs> and, and my, um, rising sign and my moon sign are both Virgo. Oh my gosh. So I'm an Aquarius sun and my rising and moon are Virgo. No way. Yeah. Well, that would explain, I mean, you're, Aquarius sun, very like humanitarian, like all about the community and the the collective at large and yeah. also being like that visionary as well. And then, wow, no wonder we get along so well. Yes, I didn't realize that. How fun. I didn't realize that either. And um, then another part to astrology, I don't know if you've looked this piece up yet, but what helps you uncover your greater purpose is the North Node. Mm. Have I'll have to look mine yet? up. So as you're looking up your North node, we, we have our South node and we have our North node on the axis and our South node represents where we're coming from, where we've been, or like where we start at. And the North node acts as our North star. This is what our soul is evolving into. This is the greater purpose that we are healing, growing, evolving, expanding into and so when we learn what our nodes are, the South and, and the North, it helps us understand why maybe we've experienced the things that we've experienced and gives us a little bit of direction for where we're headed. Okay. What is your so North, my North node? node <laughs> so my, my North node is Sagittarius as well, which means that my South node is Gemini. And with a North node in Sagittarius, it's all about expansion. It's all about helping people expand and break out of their limiting beliefs, um, break through the walls that are keeping them confined. Because as Sagittarius is the explorer, the adventurer, the seeker, the truth teller, and the big learning piece to that, or the healing piece to that is learning to trust your own sense of intuition. Wow. So a big part of my healing journey has been from the start, seeking external validation from everybody else around me, everything from what I should wear to that 
that day to, is this the right career for me? Is this the right relationship for me? And the evolution of me working towards or healing towards my North Node in Sagittarius has been learning to trust my own inner compass or my own sense of inherent intuition. So it's wild that trust was my intention from the very start of my healing journey, because that's exactly where my soul was taking me and where I was meant to go all along. Oh my gosh. And then, so your South, so what does the South node mean? So your South node shows you where your natural talents lie and what comes easily to you, but it can also represent like your safety blanket or the, the things that hold you back in some way. So as I mentioned, the North node is what your soul is evolving into, what areas or what skills you are learning to develop throughout this lifetime in order to feel the most satisfied and the most purposeful. And the themes that are associated with your North node, as I mentioned, my North node and Sagittarius feel very scary or uncomfortable or foreign at first, like this ability to trust yourself or to listen to yourself more than you listen to others. So what is your North Node? My North Node is in Gemini. And so my South Node is in Sagittarius. Opposite Completely of opposite of me. But now I always think of Gemini as the twins. And I always relate that to the twin flame journey. So yep. I'm sitting here listening to you thinking, okay, because so many times, like you've all heard me on the podcast say, I never thought I was going to be doing this. I can't believe I'm doing it. I can't believe this is what my path and purpose has become. And yet I know, like, if I really drop, get out of my mind and drop into my body and soul, I know this is my path and purpose and I know yep. why I'm here. And so to see that that's the North Node in Gemini for me is what I relate it to. But what yeah. would you, what, what is your take on that? No, that that's definitely it. And it's so interesting that ours are polar opposite of one yeah. another. So we we do we are able to understand each other yeah. on a, a deeper level too. I didn't realize how many similarities we had. Yeah, and even having this podcast interaction, it feels so symbiotic and balanced. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So with a Sagittarius South node, you may also like me have a love for traveling the world and always obtaining new knowledge. So the healing evolving version of you may be steering away from the, it's my way or the highway. It's mm -hmm. my opinion or no opinion. If that, if that makes sense. And with the Gemini North node, what your soul is evolving towards or where you're headed with your purpose, it's about applying your knowledge to everyday life and also making it accessible for others. Mm. So you're, you've been working on better relating to others and listening to the people around you, and then also developing your writing and your, your speaking skills as you've been doing on this podcast. That makes so much sense. I spent the first half of my life traveling and like mm. you know, as a dancer and choreographer and living my own life. And I just had a wild free life and yeah. worked hard. And now it's completely different. It's fascinating. And I, that's what I love about using a tool like astrology to get to know more of yourself. Yeah. And I love that not being the one and only tool that I follow, that I listen to, but I guess maybe in very like Sagittarius mode, taking on all of them yeah. and finding the pieces of it that resonate with me or with my clients, finding the pieces that resonate with them. Oh my gosh, Devin, you have so much to offer. So if anyone is listening and is getting excited and wants to take this journey, I can't recommend Devin's course highly enough. When does it start? So it's, this round is going to start in late June. So this episode will be coming out in a few days, right? 
Yeah. And doors are going to be opening for applications for a late June start. So 12 weeks, it'll be the end of June into the beginning of September. Great. And then how, how can they find you? Uh, my Instagram page is my main form of social media. It's at enlighten and empower. And then I will send you the links to my website as well as the meant for more website for right. anyone interested to check it out, to see what's involved there. And of course, I look forward to having you again, Michelle, awesome. as a guest for one of my expert workshops. Oh my gosh, I look forward to it. I love doing that. It's always such a great, great experience. And so even now, if you guys are getting really excited, you can just go follow her on Instagram and they can even DM you and get more um, information. Absolutely. Yes, please do. Awesome. Oh, Devin, this has been so exciting. And I love all the synchronicities and coincidences and alignments we have discovered. And Me too. <laughs> it was so generous of you to share your healing journey. It's such a private, vulnerable journey, and you've gone through so much. So thank you for opening your heart up and sharing that with all the listeners. And I know I'm sure it'll really help some people. And thank you, Michelle, always for creating the space for me to come in, for allowing me to feel safe and comfortable mm -hmm. in sharing my story and, and speaking openly. Ah, oh, my pleasure. Thank you. All right. Thank you all for listening. And don't forget to sign up for Devin's course, Meant for More. Thank you. Bye. Bye.